Welcome to Married by Design. How are you at communicating clearly to your spouse? Do they really understand what you think? Do you find your spouse receptive to the things that you're saying, or is there confusion and disconnect? That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage you to enjoy all that God intends for you in your marriage relationship. We've been looking at the way to resolve conflict in a marriage relationship. This involves actually dealing with the damage of the argument and clearing the air so that you're able to really communicate in a productive way. With the emotions, the logs, and the resentment put aside, you can begin to talk about the issues. Last week, we looked at the area, uh, the idea of listening and how important it is to develop that skill so that you can understand your spouse. As a couple, you need to sit down and discuss the issues that need to be resolved. Going into that time, if you have a heart to really listen, it will go a long way to resolving the issues and reaching unity as a couple. In this episode, we're looking at the art of communicating clearly. Learning how to speak clearly is very important. A significant part of intimacy is understanding each other, understanding one another's perspective, how you think, and what is important to you. This all comes from communicating with each other about these things. Your spouse won't know something is important to you unless you tell them. For example, your husband can't understand why if he brings you flowers every week you feel loved unless you explain that your father without fail brought your mother flowers on Fridays and you saw that as an expression of his love and commitment to her. You would also have to explain that when your husband doesn't bring flowers, you feel that he must be upset or that he just doesn't care. If you don't explain this clearly, he won't understand. One of the reasons you might not explain it clearly is that you think he might think it's silly. Um, But if you really feel this way, you have to put the issue out there. Only then can the two of you work to resolve it in a way that leaves you both feeling loved and understood. Once you've done this, your intimacy is deepened and your relationship grows. It's important to speak clearly so that your your spouse can really understand what you're trying to say. There's consequences if you don't communicate well with your spouse. See if this rings any bells. Do you ever assume that your spouse should know what you're thinking or what you want? Doesn't that lead to frustration? Your spouse does not have ESP. Rather than speaking clearly what we want or what we're thinking, we drop subtle hints and get upset when they don't understand and get it. That's because we're failing to communicate with them clearly. The result of being unclear in your speech is that your spouse does not really understand what you're thinking. But understand this, being unclear can also happen when we're actually talking. It can be kind of like the Charlie Brown TV show where the adults apparently are saying something, but it's not understandable. You remember that jam, that wah, 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 wah? Yeah, yeah. If we're not careful, we can be too vague or confusing to our spouse. Failing to communicate well prevents real intimacy and promotes a disconnect in the relationship. We don't intend to be unclear, but it often happens and adds to the confusion and the frustration in a relationship. 
it keeps your spouse trying to guess what you want and think. And if you're not able to communicate well, you're, you will not be able to be on the same page, and they will not understand your point of view, which will prevent ultimate resolution of the issues in your relationship. This can easily lead back to repeat performances of the same issues because they don't really understand and therefore have no opportunity to address them. So, how do we know when we've spoken clearly? We mentioned before that when you listen to understand, you should be able to repeat back to your spouse what they said to you. Well, if you've spoken clearly, your spouse should be able to repeat what you have said. That doesn't mean they agree, but they should be able to tell you what you are communicating to them. Speaking clearly also means that you communicate how you feel without attacking your spouse. In the example of the flowers, if the wife communicates well, the husband will understand how his not bringing flowers makes her feel without him feeling like he's being accused of being a terrible husband. Hmm, I'm getting this subtle hint that I should be bringing you more flowers. So let me just be clear. Honey, would you like me to bring you more flowers? Well, sure. Why not? Okay, I got it. That is good communication. And now it's time for our 15-second shameless plug. We want to encourage you to share the things you're learning with others. Hopefully, you have not only been learning but applying the biblical principles in your marriage relationship. And if you have, you may be seeing some fruit from that effort. We want to encourage you to take the things that you're practicing from the Bible and share those with another couple that may be facing the same issues. There's no greater way to reinforce what you're learning than to teach it to someone else. But it's also very important to realize that God is giving us His Word so that we can share with others and show them that His truth is the truth for our marriage. If you find yourself in a situation where you have the opportunity to share something that you've learned, make the most of it. And now, back to the show. How do we speak well and clearly? Well, we want to get really practical and share how you are to communicate in a clear way and a productive way. And I think the first thing thing you need to do is to think about what you want to say. Think about what you want to say, how you want to say it, and pray and ask God to help you to say it in the right way. Don't wing it or speak emotionally. Sometimes it's good to think for a while and even to write down the things that you want to say so you can find the best way to share your thoughts so your spouse understands. That's good. And the setting is also important. When you want to sit down and talk to your spouse, pick a good time. Not when you're really tired or really stressed out. Pick a time when both of you are in a good place emotionally and spiritually. And and pick a good place a place that has no distractions so that you can really focus on communicating better, a place uh, where you can be alone. And start with praise. This should always be the main characterization of your speech. We should always be encouraging and praising our spouse. That opens up the communication and helps them to relax and puts them in a place of being eager to listen. I'm amazed at how often the Apostle Paul begins his letters to the different churches with encouragement and recognizes the things they are doing well before he writes about what they're doing wrong. Is that what you do with your spouse? That's good. And and definitely at the beginning of what you're going to say, but also all the way through, 
we should speak words that build up. Paul says in Ephesians 4.29 that we should not let any unwholesome word come out of our mouth, but only such a word that builds up. Our goal in what we say to our spouse should not be to tear them down, to put them in their place, or to attack them. Our goal should be to build them up and to strengthen the marriage by the things that we say. It doesn't mean that we never say anything negative, but it should be done with the aim of helping them to grow and moving your relationship forward. The approach also needs to be with kindness and gentleness. We are to speak the truth in love, as Paul says also in Ephesians 4. That means when we talk, we should speak gently with kindness to our spouse and include the truth of God's word to help guide the conversation. Don't beat around the bush, but also don't beat your spouse up with your words. It should be done in love. Don't pound it in. Gently suggest and offer solutions. In Galatians 6.1, Paul talks about confronting, but notice the way that we are to speak. If anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. A spirit of gentleness. Is that the way you talk to your spouse? And remember that you don't have to solve every problem in one discussion. It may take time. Sometimes it may need to be discussed over a period of days or weeks to get to a place where you communicate and your spouse understands clearly. Give them time to process what you're saying. Just try to communicate clearly and allow their conscience and God's Spirit to help them to understand. Another suggestion to communicate clearly is to use an example. You can use a picture or an illustration to point out what you're trying to say. When you read the Gospels, Jesus often used stories or parables to make what he said clear. When Nathan confronted David in 2 Samuel 12 about his sin with Bathsheba, he used a story about a stolen lamb. The story made the issue clear to David, and he understood and responded in confession. I think it's also helpful to use the word we a lot more than the word you. It is more palatable to speak in terms of what we have to work on as a couple rather than just pointing out what your spouse is doing wrong. You're a team and should be working together on these things. Most of the time, the issues you have to discuss are things that you both will have to work on. And as you talk to your spouse, make sure that you're also offering suggestions of how to resolve the issues that you're talking about. This is going to help you both when you actually come to an agreement on what needs to be done, and that's what we'll be looking at next week. At the end of the conversation, check for understanding. Tell your spouse that you're working on trying to communicate clearly and ask if they could share with you what they understood you to say. That will give you immediate feedback on seeing how well you're doing. If you didn't communicate clearly, ask them what was unclear and how you can do better. So this week for your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to set aside a time and work on communicating with your spouse. Don't pick a hot topic, but pick something that you do want to communicate with on your spouse and go through this process and also check to make sure that your spouse really understood what you've said. Well, let me pray for you. Father, we just thank you again for this time and the power of your word. And Lord, I pray that for each of us with our spouse that we would learn how to communicate clearly in a gentle and loving way so that they really understand and we can really 
uh, get to a place of resolving the issues that we have in our marriages. And we pray that we would do this for your honor and glory and with your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with us. Uh, Again, if you have questions or comments or uh, ideas you'd like us to cover, you can email us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. And again, we encourage you to subscribe and maybe share this podcast with somebody who can be benefited by it. Well, next week on Married by Design, we're looking at the last step in resolving conflict, reaching agreement on the issues and coming up with a plan to address those issues. So we look forward to our time next week on Married by Design. Mm-hmm.